So have you gotten to the part in the Fast and the Furious movies where uh, they, God, who it, it's, it was a year ago that I did my rewatch, and fuck, I might have even talked about it on the podcast then, but I I feel like the transcendent moment is when they're in the meetings, like, laying it out, you know, like, early part of the movie, establishing the threat. You know, like, oh, who's who's this Yahoo? It's uh, Statham, I think, maybe. And um, the the whole team's there. And so The Rock, I think it's... I don't remember who's leading the meeting, but it's someone who they have established in the story works for the government. And so this person that works for the government... It's Kurt Russell. He's just looking... <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. Um, he's just looking at these fucking car thieves and fucking body shop owners, explaining to him what's going on. And uh, he like drops a name, and uh, fucking Ludacris is like, "Oh yeah, his his impact unit in Afghanistan was the truth." Stolen yeah. Valor. How no. the fuck do you Stolen know? Okay, well, Stolen Valor. You're mixing up two. You got movies. a CIA report? You own a fucking chop shop in Miami. <laughs> you're mixing up two movies, but yes. The, the it's Statham's brother is the one, and it's the mobility unit. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's in it's in six, and he's like, "Oh, yo, that mobility unit is the truth." What yes. is a mobility unit? Huh? What is a mobility unit? Uh, I'll never know. Yeah, I it, mean, all I think units should be mobile. We're talking about vehicular <laughs> warfare. Oh yeah, is what we're pretty right. much talking about. So everything's mobility. That's how we won Afghanistan. Just sick cars. Yeah, mm-hmm. that and porno mm-hmm. is. Said a bunch of porno over there. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm gonna probably watch the next one tonight. <laughs> I've been staying <laughs> yeah. up by myself till like 1 a.m. watching these movies, and I, I, uh, I feel like I'm driving different. I feel better, you know. Like yeah, I, feel like I have a lot of juice. You, you want to take the old truck for a spin off? Yeah, I might. I might. I don't know anything about cars, but how many horses you got? Eight thousand. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Brick's here. We got Brick. Sub dudes, but we have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> yeah, you came on the wrong day. Yeah, All right. we we should give two hours to Brick, and we will we'll get we'll we will give some time to Brick. Not that, two hours. We're I not going to shortchange, but yes, uh, we lost a big one. The sun in the IJB universe has set. <laughs> it's insane, dude. And especially since I'm just now watching uh, the Fast movies, the sixth one of which is based on. Spain having no extradition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then I find out that they can just waive that shit whenever they want over taxes. What's even the point? It's because he was a threat, you know? And anybody who thinks John McAfee killed himself is a rube. Yeah. He got whacked. Look at his arm. He's got a tattoo. Whacked. Mm-hmm. When he started getting threats from the government. Those are Where was Hillary Clinton at this time? Nobody knows. And until we have her 20, I don't really think we can rule it out. I, I hope that Ludacris gets to the bottom of the case. I hope they bury John McAfee next to Vince Foster. We need the mobility unit on this. <laughs> we do. No doubt. 
This sucks, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, did you think that he was going to live a Smoke long, one for Pat Ma- or John McAfee. <laughs> Not Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's alive. Yeah, Brick's been trying to kill Pat McAfee since he walked in. I just feel like Pat McAfee rolls off the tongue better than John McAfee. It's kind of branding. It sounds like Pat McAfee made the virus and John McAfee was a punter. It, uh, <laughs> it kind of does. But it does beg the question if anybody will ever shit on someone else through a hole cut in a hammock ever again. Like, that's best. a one of one. <laughs> I would best. hope. What um, do you mean you hope? It doesn't sound good. You got to achieve a certain status of financial ability first. Oh, yeah. You got to invent a revolutionary antivirus software. Like, I guess Jeff Bezos could pull it off in America. Why do you say Bezos? Because that's it's what that, his mom named that it. Notre Dame Is that right? I have no idea. I've dude. heard you say that before. I've never then, pronounced the word correctly in my life. I don't it care. It made me think, am I saying that wrong? This is, you know, radio hosts should figure that out. Okay. Me, I'm just a private citizen talking to my friends. Okay. Um, is it like Leroy and Leroy? Yeah, it's a Bezos. Leroy Glover. That no, he was yeah. Leroy. He, he had, had a positive a- 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 yeah. yeah. It was yeah. Leroy Butler who once signed a ex- contract extension and changed his name to Leroy after the contract extension. Somebody else did that too. That's a clever way to just... Slither Green out. Bay oh, Packer, great. The Papa Patrick Sertan did that. Okay. He changed his name after Well, I think contract? it was that, that people called him Sertain in college, and when he got to the NFL, it he said, certain. I'm Sertain. Yeah. Even though it looks like Sertain. Yeah. He's like, told people to pronounce it a certain way. Are you certain? That would be cool. It would be cool. You could be Fleming. Keem. Fleming. With yeah, your Asian maybe. heritage, that oh. sounds a little more Flaming. like an accurate last name. Don't McLaren out on Instead me of TC, just no, say Ming, Ming. You have Asian heritage. You have, you're from royalty in Macau. I've your real name that. is Taka Fleming. That's right. Taka Fleming. Yeah. Anyways, Absolutely. John McAfee got murdered. Yeah. No, and uh, smoke one. It's it's just, it's the, I mean, like, in addition, like, how, how is it, like, fifth fucking billing that a founding member of the greatest band that the world has ever known has cancer? Is that confirmed? Yeah, he posted an Instagram story. He was like, David I'm getting Lee a Roth? cancer treatment. David Lee Roth has nah, cancer. Mark Hoppus, man. Yeah, no. It's a bummer. Blink-182 bassist Mark Hoppus. Uh, he's nah, going to fight this thing. He's I'll just a fighter. say bassist. Bassist you know? slash It sounded like you said racist. Definitely Basis. not. Blink-182 racist. No, definitely no. not. One of the most they're, post-racial. They're virtuous <laughs> men. Very, yeah. Very diverse band. I read a, yeah. someone was going through like a linguistical analysis of the way that they sing. Oh, yeah. That's it was old. a great article. Yeah, no, it was 10 years ago. Yeah, I've read it a couple times. Um, and uh, I, I recall the main collusion, uh, conclusion being that uh, they're pretty much just talking like uh, Southern California Hispanics. Is that they're, they're appropriating? I don't know that they're calling it appropriated. They're just saying, like, who the fuck talks this way? <laughs> and, yeah. uh, like, a lot of the vowel sounds, it's like the Mexicans well, and skate culture in Southern in California, that happens to the accents. It leans into the Hispanic yeah. curvature. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a heavily Hispanic the same area. thing that happens in Arizona and New Mexico has it real bad. Really? Every, like, it'll be a T.C. Fleming out there. Fleming. <laughs> Fleming with the accent. <laughs> yeah, you know. Maybe Eating I green will. chili. Um, oh, damn, yeah. dude, that sounds good, especially now that I'm looking at the color thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a color checker we use for the video. I almost brought you some chili from Wendy's. And Jake, Jake looked at it and said it made him hungry. It just looks like a nice... Uh, <laughs> it's just got like a 
true red and true blue. It reminds like, me mm. of uh, the meal and hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Which always look like the best meal <laughs> Some sort of bento right. box. Yes, right. yes. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm hungry. And now he's talking slop. about color based quarter slop. Don't eat I'm going to eat that color checker. No, and then last week uh, you were too busy delivering the people content for which they are insufficiently grateful, in my opinion, given the number of where's the art texts we've gotten. Um, so we weren't able to record. And I just, I've got too much stuff built up. We got a show tomorrow. I know we've got, but that's not going to be enough either, dude. I've got a ton of stuff. We're not going to be able to talk at all. Like I, I had a full episode planned mm. on apologizing to all my fans for my performance in that rock, paper, scissors game. And now we're not gonna be able to do that episode. Yeah. It, uh, that stung for me because I can, you want to do this right now? You want to go best out of three? Watch this. What? He loses crazy like every time. I don't. You don't? No. Wait, you guys go or, or we do a little mini I'll hit tournament? You right now. We're already done. Take the ball Our, from me. So I, I destroyed him. Two out of three, me and you? Okay, now here's the thing. We got to make sure we're Are on the same page. Are we going throw one, on, two, three, go or, or one, throw two, on three. three? Throw on three. Fucking come on, dude. What? What, what are you doing here? Now you backing out? What and do you mean? If we agree to the rules. Because whoever says three <clears throat> is going to win. Man. Have you ever read the book Blink by Malcolm Gladwell? I'm willing to go on go and call this a friendly, not a tournament match. Okay. okay. Right. Let's okay. This. So you count it out. Count it out. It's bullshit. Right? This is go. how we seceded from the United Kingdom. All right. So you call it. So we go on one, two, three, go. Yeah, you go you're going to call it. All right. One, two, three, go. See, Jake. he's doing something. There's a trick there. <laughs> There's a trick there. <laughs> There's no commitment. It's you're, not so you're not he's down. He's got the finger <laughs> movement. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. It's on video, dude. See? He, I caught him. You I caught him. He didn't even count I caught him. him. I caught him. He's right. You didn't count it out. All right, maybe I didn't If there's count. a bigger... Right. Then that's a tie anyway. But that's just how good a rock paper scissors is. I don't no, need no, a no. Okay, yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Finish it out. One, two, three. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. See, there's some sort of thing. <laughs> that one was clean. There's some sort I of thing. I was watching him for that. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. There's some sort of thing here. That was, an, that was like a barnstorming exhibition where I could come no, to your town you, you and draw a big crowd, stimulate your local done economy. Some trick where you figured out the wrist movement. <laughs> there's nothing about there's that. There's something he's, going he's, on. He's figured out the wrist. I saw that from the get go. That's I why, saw it from the get go. That's why I did the no count no, just to see where his mind is. This is your go. problem, dude. You were sandbagging the whole time. Winners don't sandbag, dude. They just fucking figured out. I tell you, it's in, not in confidence. I am a seventy-five percent. Winner in rock. See, he was going on about this. So, where's the 25% coming from? Is it just chase? It's not a failed friendship. I bet you if I cover my wrist, he won't be able to. Even the best gamblers, (laughs) even the best gamblers, they're not going to hit over that Uh, uh, that rate. Chase beat me twice. We can't, we can't. Okay, here's the equalizer. But afterwards, blind rock, paper, scissors. Close your eyes or we turn f- facing away from each other and then go. I can do that too. We don't have time oh, right now. We don't have time oh. now. Oh. What? We got no, like, oh. now you're looking like a oh. you won't. This is ridiculous. Is that really what you're we want scared to spend our time champ. On here? You're a scared mm. champ. I am not Let me see at your all. belt and hat, Scherzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chase routed me. He hit me twice and then he didn't want any No, more but money. he was going on about this. It was it was a who's gonna cook the meats battle. Yeah, uh, that we were all in the pool, didn't want to cook the meats, and uh, well, uh, first of all, sorry to interrupt. If you're in a pool, why are we rock paper scissoring? Obviously, the solution here was chicken fight. 
Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, that, that would have worked. Too. A bunch of dudes doing a chicken fight. Sounds Shit's hot. Gay. Balls on your neck. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind that at all. Um, I, I find that a lot of times your base is better if you uh, let them go. Like, they're, you know, it's a back-to-back thing. Like You got to steer. Know, you, the, the, the mounted has to steer. You got to have – there's a lot of synergy going on. You like can't just hop on anybody. You can't put your nuts on anybody's back. You're drifting. Yeah. Yeah, there's some. You gotta have synergy. You gotta have some foot movements. You gotta have some heel pressures. But so we're all in the pool. He starts talking about this. I uh, like at at Excel. Kids were. I, I've met kids who have the same rock paper scissors confidence, and <laughs> so I've, I've heard them ruminate about it. So I was like, and I. Yeah, you know, I, I just I felt like I could do it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's talking. I'm like, I know what this is. I've seen this before. These are these charlatans are easily defeated. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, there was probably about a half hour of shit talking leading up to the match. At which point, I folded O2 with no ties. And so did everyone else except Chase. See, the most like, embarrassing thing that's happened. I think I went eight and two on the day, but I lost the two that matter. You know how you know someone's using performance enhancing drugs is they're confident in the victories, not confident in their ability. Mm. Mm. he's bragging about his victories but not like yeah i'm really that good no there's there's just i just caught another body so yeah all right so we're gonna set up a a a double blind uh rock paper stanford i don't care take it to mit They're going to study my brain. They're going to lock ourselves in a house, pretending it's a prison for 30 days. See how good your skills are then. I could could rock, paper, scissor my way out of prison. (laughs) Really? Let's try it. Let's try it. First, we got to get you in. So what do you want to do to get there? Uh, it was easy for Paul Walker. He just called a friend who got him in prison so he could get the the, the info. I'll stop referencing. Don't worry about it. Cut. (laughs) All right. So we need to get – save all your stuff for tomorrow. You're right. Okay. I am. So uh, Brick is here. I don't know how many people are new. Probably not that many, right? A lot of people probably heard the last time we had. Uh, There's constant churn. You'd be surprised. I haven't been here for a while. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So Brick used to work in the music industry. I think he's the only person ever to guest host an episode. That's true. There was a weekend that you were gone and he was like, just let me do it. And sit right here. I don't know how you got it back after that. Do you want to do the here's what Brick used to do or do you want me to give the thumbnail? Give the cliff notes. Uh, Brick used to work in the music industry. I would call you tour manager. I would call you uh, manager, artist manager. Yeah, manager, manager. Can I say what? I've always wanted to call somebody A and R. No, don't do that. <laughs> okay, don't do that. I would fucking never. snakes. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's. Managing artists, managing tours. Um, dude, I would connecting trade. good people. Yes, dude, a dude. He's a yeah. dude. I would trade the video of me catching passes for Patrick Mahomes of a picture of me uh, in the same photo as Mac, if I could. And Brick has that. Brick I does. spent Easter. I had an Easter dinner with Mac. That's amazing. Randomly, which is weird because he's not of Easter descent. <laughs> Let's uh, tell me more. I mean, I know we got other stuff to do, but I feel like it's a bad podcast if someone says I had Easter dinner with. I Mac was Miller. random. It was a there was a festival in L.A. I was uh, at the time with Smoke Dizza, and this was um, I would say pretty early. This was uh, I mean he was very popular. I think it was right before the MTV show, as we use that as a barometer. I don't know where that was in his popularity. But it was right. It was we went to the same house that was in that MTV show. So it was right when he was living in that house. 
uh, I don't know, 2014, 2013. But we just, it was a music festival. A bunch of dudes were in town. So Mac was like, hey, it's all, you know, let's, we called it Rap Camp. And it was like the dudes from Little Brother, Hip Hop Collective, Little Brother, Absol, Schoolboy Q, uh, Dizza. um, I'm forgetting a ton. It was a murderer's row of uh, pretty good rappers inside. And Mac had a home studio. So Thundercat was there. That was when I first met Thundercat. There was a bunch of dudes there. And it was like rap camp. Uh, It was pretty cool, pretty unique. Uh, I don't know what songs came out of that. But I know a lot. Everyone was rapping over Mac Beats. And when he was producing. So Larry Fisherman. Yes. It was the dawn of Larry Fisherman. Uh ASAP Yams was there. That's when me and ASAP Yams really kind of connected. Wretch uh, and Dash. Just uh, names, guys, dudes. So we just, and he, it was just happened to be Easter Sunday that we were all together. So he's like, hey, let's, it's Easter. Let's have Easter dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so he bought a bunch of catering and we Some had Easter ham. dinner. Yeah, all the dumbass Easter shit, you know? <laughs> That's um, wonderful. So that was that. Uh, there was a few pictures that came out of that, mostly of the, all the famous people. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I think that we're like, uh, this story picks up for us is a uh, month, month and a half ago, um, Post Malone's came up, name <laughs> came up briefly on the air on uh, the Jake and Dan radio experience. And uh, Dan. Uh, do you want to? I, I don't remember how. How did the name come up? Uh, he put out the video with the Cowboys that was like the schedule release video. Okay, with him and Jerry and Chain, beer pong and all that shit. Did he do it ASMR? No, that was last year. Oh, okay. That was last Sorry. year's schedule. That might even I been got the year before. That might have been the year before. Yeah, no, I think it was a couple of years ago. I don't even know if they did anything last year. They should have had like little dancing COVID cells. Yeah, they like, were, like, well, yeah, it was COVID. They didn't, yeah. There's no way. They no didn't party. know if they were playing yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah, well, they did. Some now. people think that they were they weren't. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now I'm miserable. <laughs> A couple of them showed up. So uh, Dan wanted to watch it live on the air and like react to it. We've done this with a couple of other videos. We did it with the Point Break football scene at the compound. <laughs> And uh, so we're watching it. And it's uh, like, job it's, watching the Childish Gambino video was the highlight for me. It's huge. That's that's big for me as well. And so uh, we're watching this video, and Dan doesn't really know anything about Post Malone other than that he went to Grapevine School. So he's always joked and told his kids that he babysitted them because there's <laughs> nobody of note in the world of art that comes out of there. And so uh, – we're watching it. It's, it's, an, it's an objectively hilarious video, but it's hilarious because it's Jerry, mm-hmm. like doing Jerry. The same way that the Papa John's video is objectively I, I, fucking I hilarious. I think it was objectively funny that it seemed everyone was trying really hard to be cool. Yeah, but that's I mean that's that's what makes it funny to me when yeah. it's Jerry, right? So uh, we're talking about it, and uh, it's towards the end of the segment. And Dan's like, "Oh, this is cool," and he's like, "I don't know, you know, Post Malone's like seems like a cool guy," and I said, "Yeah." And that was pretty much the end of the segment. <laughs> yeah, that, that started a, a weeks long feud. Yes. So uh, Jamie would, Jamie Curtis got involved. Uh, oh yeah. Would you like to see your? Hold on. Call me real who, quick. You who? got your phone? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. I've seen the picture. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Change your picture to Jamie Lee Curtis. I lost Jeff Baseball. Yeah. You I got, got fired from Jeff Baseball. You are now Radio Jake. Which is this? It's insane. The whole. This is absolutely insane. Uh, because up until that point. 
what I knew. So rewind back like, I don't know, four or five years, uh, Post Malone played a show at Trees. In fact, we talked about him on the podcast before that because mm-hmm. White Iverson had come out. It was a crazy story to me because mm-hmm. he had no radio play. I'd never heard of this dude. And all of a sudden, there's this song on SoundCloud with like millions and millions of listens and downloads. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then you're like, he's from the Terrence <laughs> suburbs? Or at least grew up here? It was very odd. Yeah, I, I always remember uh, First Hangout. Just that was whenever we were we we had the hotel that was like twenty minutes from the place. Yeah, and the twenty minute drive, it would just be you would have it on repeat. Yeah, was that the one I was at, but times. not with y'all? Was I with? It was, was two thousand on that one. Fourteen. No, I think Wiz was on the fifteen one. Uh man, there was one we were trying to coordinate getting together. Yeah, I don't remember, but in any case, uh, so then I I had known Brick for a little while, and he was what would you say? Managing? Looking out for. Yeah. Because Post had no idea what was going on. He did yeah. not come up like, for example, like when people compare like Post Malone and Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow was doing shows for like 10 people out of a van all over the, the normal way. Right. You know? So Post Malone had no idea about, you know, a number of these things is what I learned from Brick at the time. He's working with him. Uh, I went to his first show at Trees because of Brick. It was a really weird show because he played White Iverson like eight times. He had no songs. He had no songs. I'd uh, I'd heard you talk about that. I'm sure we have episodes, multiple, where you've made mention to it because I think there was a shooting afterwards, right? There was. Yeah. yeah. There was, I got a, a question for it. At a little oh, party. Oh, yeah? Yeah. At a little party thing. I was so we mad at Rico afterwards. for that. Rico threw the after. My buddy Rico, who now works for a label, he's done really well for himself. But at one point in time, probably the darkest part of his life, he worked for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, he threw the after party. Uh, we did like some sort of like Sopranos, you know, you do the after party, I do the show thing. And uh, it was no fault to him, but uh, he had a guy there I didn't like. That's why I blamed him. But I got real mad at Rico for getting questioned for that because it just spouted out of control. Like some some New York dork that was popular on the internet at the time posted a video of it, and I got questioned because. Somebody claimed an insurance claim for a bullet hole on their building from that night in one mm-hmm. of the surrounding. It's like a semi-industrial around Fair Park area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like body shops and shit. So I got questioned by insurance detectives on the party. Mm-hmm. And under the time, I was I was hot to the touch legally. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not appreciate anybody yeah. with a badge approaching my home. Yes, yeah. So... Uh, I got real mad about. Yeah, it. but so I'd, I'd heard the about video, that by show the way, forever. I was posted by Leor Cohen's son. It was yeah, him and Forty Ounce Van. If we that's remember right, that name. I forgot about that. I think I yeah. either blocked him or somehow yeah, don't see I, stuff. But I, uh, I was like, Leor Cohen's son is here. It was really fucking yeah, weird. Yeah. Then people were jumping over fences and hiding under tables. I'm like, I guess Travis get Scott table. was there before was, he was like super big. It was super super wild. But yes, and I I'd heard you talk about it for forever. And in the course of uh, doing research for this episode for the first time i mean uh, i guess i'm just a bad friend for not having previously checked out brick's uh youtube page but uh he's got a like a little highlight video of it that's fucking awesome of the show yeah Yeah. i mean it was fun people were into it it was a you know i still every like i just told you tc that around the time of the show when all the little facebook memories and shit pops up that everyone's like this is the best show i've been doing my life it was fun every year to this date um uh, administratively, it was a complete shit show. 
trees almost banned me from ever being able to throw a show again in there. Uh, it was total chaos. Like, people were getting their ass beat out front. Like, just little nuts. Like, that was... 2015. Yeah, what does chaos mean in this context? Chaos means that there was probably about 3,000 people trying to get into a 700-person venue, and everyone was telling the front that they were on my list. <laughs> so I had to go down and like look people in the face and be like, what are you doing to me right now? You know, <clears throat> It was just chaos. It was pure, it was organizational chaos. I made it through on the list. Nice yeah. work, dude. But look, <laughs> Jake, he, he used... <laughs> you remember this? You said that Tyler Seguin might be with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's funny, too, because back then, like, because uh, Tyler knows... Uh, what's that? Mike Stud or something? He was trying... I remember putting Tyler's name on the list. And Tyler knew of him because I think some of the people that Post has made music with in Atlanta... I don't know their names. First... I think they've done stuff with yeah, Mike Stud before. Us. Yeah. And so he was producers. like, oh, I, yeah. He's like, I know of that dude. Like, he's like, you know, they were going to, they, I had almost 100% chance they weren't coming, mm. but it helped. It helped tremendously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Well, and also, little known facts about me, when me and Jake met, he told me, like, well, I just think it's so cool you're doing the music. And I said, well, the funny thing is, is like, I think it's cool that you're on him. AM sports talk radio station. <laughs> so, like, we've always wanted to swap, wife swap. Nobody gets sure. shot up at the station right now, though. Well, they would if I were you. <laughs> Somebody would definitely got popped by now if I worked at the ticket. He just but, brings that element. Yeah. But rewind back to the statement where Jay, unless you've got this. Yeah, no, so he would, but I just, so I knew you were, uh, you had worked with Post, and mm -hmm. then I knew at some point you were not. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much the extent of what I knew. Mm -hmm. I knew that I knew that somehow you had gotten fucked. Yes, and that it happened, you know, around the time that he turned into whatever he is well, now, and around the time I went to jail. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Because mm -hmm. uh, for people who haven't heard the first, I think the first episode we did with Brick was primarily centered about jail. around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. About, hey, what, I'm not. What's <laughs> jail like? I'm free. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we've been talking about for the last three years. But yeah. No, I think uh, in y'all's defense, uh, first, I do want y'all to feel like shitty friends. So thank mm -hmm. you. Okay. Second is that uh, I think in all actuality, I've done a pretty good job of not uh, putting this in there. Like, I think I think people have a good idea, but I've never just like, hey, look up this. Look up this. Here's a link to this. He named you fucking wine. Look at the name of his wine. I've never broke it down like that. And and so it is like a who shot JFK almost reveal once you add everything up. So, but without me knowing that, and even if I did, if I did, what I would have said was nothing. What I was never going right. to do at two twelve, <laughs> four minutes late to break, be like, hey, actually, Dan, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. Uh, let me tell you a tale. <laughs> let me give you, yeah. But without knowing it at all, I just knew like, hey, you got fucked. But I don't know the story. So, so over in my truck, I am absolved of any responsibility. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing. I imagine the scenario where I stop down that segment and tell Dan like this laundry list of things. I was imagining that, it. That's why I got mad. I that, was just waiting for it. That, Cat, Cat always says that if you got something really good, you can keep going. Good See? dick. See, <laughs> you had something good. You, you could, I could have called in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so. You've said what, what went on on your scene. Here's yeah. my scene. It was a 22-minute long segment. 22 minutes long. 
And the whole time I'm like, oh, fucking Jake's going to nail this fucker to the wall. He's going to spin. He's going to Kemp spin this shit to fucking Saturn and back. Like, I just was sitting there waiting for the, yeah, well, actually. And then whoever, one of the dudes, not Dan, one of the other ones. Also, when I first met Dan, it was at TC's Lake House. I thought it was TC's dad for like an hour. <laughs> that was awesome. I, I love thinking about that. Brick walking into a party I, I and being like, Sam, well, I guess someone brought his dad. <laughs> yeah. I went up to Sam. I was like, is that TC's dad? He goes, no, that's Dan. Jake's you boys own. keep me young. I just like, <laughs> just like running with y'all. Uh, <laughs> so, but, so I'm foaming at the bit over there listening. And what... Is ironic is is that I try to listen to Jake a lot, but I don't. I, I live out of town now. I catch it on the the uh, app, which probably bothers Jake because I'll text him an innuendo probably about twenty five minutes after they talk about <laughs> it on air. The app <laughs> has to be one of the worst things to have. No, to no, I like it. I wish it would rewind a little bit. I more. love the app, but I just I I it's so, like the delay. Yeah, every mm-hmm. time I listen, it's really hard not to send right. it. 30 minutes later now during the campound the app the delay was overall it was the same it was the the, what was on air was the same speed as the app because i guess they put a delay on y'all sure um but anyways so i was foaming at the bit so whenever not dan i don't know which one of them said it not julie not dan someone goes yeah well you said it was dan i think it was somebody said yeah and oh, to top it all off, Post Malone seems like just a really great guy. And I'm just like, Brrr. and then Jake goes, yeah, all right, let's take a break. And I just <laughs> was like, oh, my God, I could have drove my car off a ravine. I was so mad that I texted Jake going off on him, but I didn't realize that our friend, it was a group text with me, Jake, and our friend KJ. So KJ <laughs> is hitting me like, what, what? And I was mad. I said I didn't. Th- I didn't see. Like I didn't get demeaning. But what I, would I have said though? Eh, maybe not a good guy. Let's go to break. But I don't know. Okay, so there's where I take. This where I take blame and not. But and that's what we're here for now, right? Well, see, here the thing is, is that it was somewhat still is a very difficult thing for me to talk about because it kind of fires me. I have to get to a place. Where I don't get fired up talking about it. I totally you get know? it. So, therefore, I'm not going to just like sit down at the lake house and be like, you know, Sam Elliger, lifelong Longhorn. Hey, fuck Post Malone, right? You know, like it doesn't, it's never a time because it, it's going to be, it's going to make people change the way they think about somebody. Yeah, it's, it's a serious you know? thing for you. It's not something like to right. fucking joke about, it's, yeah. you know, like. And, it, and I got to deal with just bypassing people talking. About, I mean, I got to deal with family like you know there's people that i love and adore that will introduce me to people as like hey this guy you know post malone like that drives me nuts it doesn't define me you know like it just it so for it to i almost in no way i want to like lessen a disease but it almost feels like probably with somebody that's trying not to drink when they see like a beer commercial or an advert like you're it's just in your face right yeah. And, and and what and we'll get into the the plot but it was something i had to go talk to somebody about because it was it was the biggest it was going to give me a cancer it was going to give me a tumor if i bought you know kept it in it just and it it is such a uh like i don't know like can anybody even hear me you know scream because it's just kind of like there's so much for someone to pro- even the person i talked to 
like had I had to rewind and back up so many times <laughs> for her to be like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. And there was so many like, hold on, you're telling me that's exactly, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm the type of person where I'm I'm selfless when I explain things because I want somebody to really be able to analyze it correctly for me why it's messing with me, why I'm taking it so personally. You know, if I got my ass whipped, I'll say, I mean, I, I got my ass whipped. I don't try to say you barely touched me. So I was giving her so much information. She didn't know how to process it. And the, the therapy session was pissing me more off because I'm like, well, fuck, if I short circuit a goddamn therapist over this shit... <laughs> You know, so it's just it just built more yeah. resentment and anger because it's the ultimate cock tease. It's the ultimate dangled carrot. It, I don't. It's torture. It's like I did something evil in a past life, and this was torture. You know, and it was about eighty five percent of the catalyst of why I quit doing music was the torture aspect of it, and the other fifteen percent was shitty people I worked with after. The situation like the local group i was managing right before i quit uh, it just it was all just a huge sign i was wasting my time like i'm in my head i'm like if i can discover literally harbor discover manifest whatever you want to call it the most downloaded singer in the world for five years and don't get a new seat belt in my old truck over the shit what the fuck am i doing in the music industry yeah and then you get embarrassed with yourself because you're like you've almost believe this bullshit lie that you're telling yourself that you're about to make it and i was doing that shit since 2015 like yeah it's right over the hill you know and then you get record labels that hit you every now and then it kind of teases it along teases it kicks the can a little bit further down the road and then finally you just got to have this moment where you're like hey man you're fucking playing yourself then you go through regret you know and embarrassment and all that shit then i had to go to therapy again over that shit so like it puts me in a bad place. Not and first and foremost, I don't want a dime from him. I don't want nothing from him. I am good financially. There, I, my life is good financially. I don't got to worry about shit money wise. I would like a platinum plaque, you know, or something. But this isn't a money grab. Yeah, it's all. it's just like that. It's you. I think that you could have provided legitimate value. And just that, that would have been fun, right? Like to be a lot like it would have been a nice. You were in off, a spot you know? where you were alongside someone as they were about to skyrocket, right. and if you could have stayed in that position, it just would have been a fun life to have. Like, and it would have money, been a payoff for whatever the shit you know? I'd already yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. No, and I we we made a, a, a video together about your uh, your turn to cattle ranching. Mm-hmm. If anyone's interested in that, uh, yeah. YouTube it starts in, in that, that dirt. dirt. Um, but uh so i I told you this whenever we were making that but i i hear you talk about it and i i know exactly of all of what you're saying it's not the same situation like Mm -hmm. you know me leaving the radio station was you know complicated and happened for lots of reasons the like you know the the um proximate cause not even really have anything to do with this but uh i just Whenever you pour your self-worth into something like that mm-hmm, and like exactly. how how you judge yourself about whether or not mm-hmm. you're successful is if you achieve the things you're looking to achieve in this arena and then you don't achieve them, then you just start to feel like you're a giant piece of shit who can't do fucking anything. Like you're an idiot. Yeah, when yeah. in fact, you know, I'd like to think I'm a decent <laughs> husband, good son, you know. Uh, like, th- it's not like there's no value to my life whatsoever. Excel would like a word. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, but, uh, you know, so it's just... 
I, I have found it for me to be uh, tremendously good for my day-to-day life and self-worth and outlook and everything to not have, uh, like, to cease being hitched to something like that. It's hitched, that's a good word, being attached to something. Have it, And it was a chink in my armor as a man where even if I was reaping the benefits off of this, I don't want to be introduced as any, don't use another proper name to describe right. me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that would have been a, you know, I'm, I'm probably a little bit of like, a, I'm not exactly, I'm difficult in general as a person. So <laughs> that was just another thing that affected me was like, hey, no motherfucker. Like, I'm, I'm somebody else, you know? And like, it's, and that's kind <clears throat> of where like the brick moniker saved me a little bit because now I'm like, hey, call me Mason. You know, I'm Mason. And brick is like, this dude over here, you know, and like it was music brick, you know, and now having people put respect with what I'm doing now with with the Mason name is it heals that wound. But the thing is, is like when you have like what you're talking about, it is not only that you didn't ever get accredited is that it almost was taken from me. It was almost was systematically removed from my credentials. And to where I look like a clout chaser or somebody just even talking about it. And and it has to be in an environment like it can be like this in a state environment. This is a discussion with people who understand that are listening. And I'm not going to be on, uh, you know, double XL Instagram talking about I didn't get nothing from Post Malone. Like, that's a stupid ass way because I'm good. I'm in, I'm in a safe place now where I can talk about it. I used to get so fired up. I couldn't even fucking finish the story. You know, I just like, man, fuck that dude, you know. <laughs> and it just was and it was it's it what bothers me is like this dude when I met him didn't have no tattoos. He met his tattoo artist because his tattoo artist was in the booth next to my tattoo artist. And he looked at that tattoo artist and said, Tat me up like Brit. Now look at him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's little shit like that that's like, all right, motherfucker, like you know, like I told him like I, when he was in Dallas, I always pick him up in my Raptor. Fell in love with the Raptor. Oh, let me buy it. Let me buy it. Let me buy it. Not going to sell it to you. But what you can do is take your rich ass and go get one. And why don't you take both of ours down to Hennessy Motorsports and get them souped up? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So what's he do? He goes and gets a free six-wheel Raptor and takes it down to Hennessy Motorsports and soups it up. You know what I'm saying? He gets a rosé wine and names it Mason. It's my real fucking name. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you add all of these things up, which is haha funny if I reap the benefit. You know? What was the we can probably work backwards to an extent. What was like the point at which you were no longer working with him? Like didn't you still have or do you still have some relationship with his pops? Uh his pops respected me. Uh his dad uh his dad when he worked for the Cowboys, my dad's company that my dad used to have, well, I guess it's still, anyways, my dad's retired now, but in 2015, my dad's company had a suite where we watched WrestleMania, that suite. We did watch WrestleMania. Yeah, in the suite, you awesome. know. That sounds fun. So his dad was a like head of concessions oh or something, whatever yeah. his dad worked for, he would always come up there and say hi. And one time he introduced, he's like, I want to come meet your dad. And I was like, okay. And uh, he came up, introduced himself, and said, your son saved my son's life. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, 
So these are the things that fuck with me. Yeah, like the person that that's not like in an acquaintance, mother, you know, right? Yeah. yeah, you were the person that sprung you from his loins, says that I saved your life, but I can't even get a fucking goddamn <laughs> one of the old cars you have, shit, you know. So and it's just kind of like there's too many things, and that's kind of what I want to do is lay it all out, okay, and let somebody you come up with your own conclusion. You know, I'm not saying shit. Just lay it all out and you tell me what you think. All right. You know? So, I mean, that's that's kind of where it started. It was always this, like, like, I don't know. And I told him, like, I'll make sure you're straight. I don't want no role. I'm not trying to weasel into your situation. I just will make sure you're – I'm one dude that you'll always be able to talk to and I will – if your manager is fucking up, I go beat your manager's ass. Like I always want to be above anybody you got business wise. That would be my ideal role, and he knew that. And like, I, I introduced him to his girlfriend. <laughs> she seemed like a real piece of work. She 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 was young. Yeah, you know? I know. I had to eventually unfollow. I yeah. unfollowed both of them She's when they young, were still together. You know, it was just a lot. It was a lot, and like you know, Post was dealing with being a child superstar basically at twenty years old, having a nineteen year old girlfriend millions of dollars at your disposal you know that's toxic to begin with you shouldn't even be my advice to anybody in the music industry is don't get a girlfriend until you're like 25 26 especially if you got a hit song so you know and like her dad is like a real like hispanic og dude from oak cliff that would be like hey what's up postman why the fuck uh brick ain't with you man what the fuck is up with that like he would put it in his face and like all his team started resenting the girlfriend and the girlfriend's dad and i became lumped into that and so the team started some divide and conquer shit the team his team did this organized breakup of post getting caught with some bitch in ibiza sent it to tmz so they would break up i vaguely remember that yeah i mean he's not a good dude like i I mean shit you get in a relationship with someone and it ends with getting a settlement so you don't talk about shit not a good dude. The girlfriend in this case? Yeah. So there's a lot of shit there that, like, I remember looking at her and she was like, I'm, I'm kind of really digging him. What should I do? And I was like, yeah, date him. I won't let him hurt you. I failed at that, you know? So it's just like, uh, you know, his bodyguard, his very first bodyguard was five. I think y'all met five is the dude that's got tattoos head to toe to be around me. All my shows, he does all my head security stuff. He coordinates all the security stuff at all my shows. And that was, there's video of him knocking a fan out trying to grab for a post watch. That's my guy. He's from Highland Hills, Texas. So if you looked real closely and you were tapped into what I was doing in Dallas, you saw all of my people around him at first. And then I had legal problems. And then that was when the divide and conquer happened for me. That was their solution to get me out of there. When somebody genuine would have been like, nah, we need to take care of him right now. He's he's with us. You know, that's what I thought should have happened. That's what you did. That's what Wiz did. <laughs> you know, that's another contrarian item here is that along the times that I'm doing all this, Wiz was who I was working with. And he was in a bad spot mentally himself because he was going through a divorce. He wasn't focused on music. 
if he was focused on music, we would have snatched Post up, put him. He would Post would be Taylor Gang. If Wiz was, he was just completely and for rightfully so, his life was on the line, fucking divorce, and a public divorce at that. Yeah. So, you know, there, me and him talk about like that all the time. Like, damn. And he was, tra- and I was also in a weird spot. I was living with Wiz because I was had a warrant in Texas for a probation violation. So it's not like I was able to just do whatever I wanted. I was kind of just sitting around, just not trying to get pulled over, basically. And because uh, that was the just you know whenever you say legal trouble, I'm sure people are. One, I mean, I know we did the previous podcast about it, but the Cliff Notes is uh, just you were pulled over with drugs, right? Yeah, I just had a bevy of felonious drug problems for like ten years. <laughs> Yeah, the once once you get in, then it's like anything, you know. I wasn't like, like smoking crack or nothing. You're being tested all the time. You feel right. like a weed test. Yeah, and you're going I was back. smoking a lot of weed, smoking a lot of weed, sipping a lot of lean, and very in a very brazen manner. And that uh, <laughs> it turns out Texas judges don't like it when you tell them <laughs> that you can't come to court because you're going to the Grammys. <laughs> so it did not go over well, but. Um, you know, so simultaneously, the stuff with oh, I'm also seeing how a real man that runs a an, a real artist that this is a stand up man that's a good friend, how he handles his business. You know, Wiz is the type of dude I, I worked with him for like on payroll for 15 months, but they kept me on payroll the whole time I was in jail, and I, I had this little prepaid debit card they would load every two weeks. And they would be like, man, I'd be like, hey, this thing's still getting loaded. And he'd be like, man, we love you, bro. You know, it was a small change, but still. That's wonderful. You know, like little things like that. Yeah. That it doesn't matter what that money was. Is the fact that you consciously thought about me and continued to make sure I was straight. And so, like, the, 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 the fucking bar is set, right? You know, I'm dealing with guys that, that and then back up, too, starting to skip, is like, the reason why I say that and compare them is that me and Wiz don't have a business relationship. We are friends. The man is going to be in my wedding. Like, we are buddies, right? Currency, same thing. We are buddies. We are super friends. So I that's the moniker Post was coming in on me on as a buddy, as a friend. He wanted to be, you know, and that was our agreement per se is that, like, I'm your big bro. I'm your buddy. Like, it's fam. Fuck all this fucking paperwork shit, right? So... That's the pretense. Is like okay, you're entering this realm. Here are my rules: is that I will give you five bucks when I have three. You know, you pay for dinner, I pay. Like it's a all like it's a give and take relationship. We're holding each other down. This isn't no latch on shit, right? You know, and so like it was a vested interest. Yeah, I bought him his first pair of luxury shoes that he wore in the White Irish. I bought those shoes for him. The shoes he's wearing in the fucking video. And it's like, it's kind of like, I'm not doing it because, like, yeah, I know that I'm going to get this back. No, it's really like you've entered the agreement that I'm we're holding each other down and I believe in you and we're going to do whatever it takes to get you to the next level. And so that's the pretense he had with me. It wasn't like I was like Jerry Heller and like, oh, we're going to get rich off this kid from Grapevine. Nah, nah, nah. There was no money ain't shit. I come from money. I've always not had money problems. So that shit has never made my decision. I've never, ever once, for good and bad, I'm pretty irresponsible financially, <laughs> but for good and bad, I've never really computed money into my decision making. 
I, either if I didn't have it, it will go by God by the time we get to Austin, I'm gonna find two hundred dollars or some shit. I won't have money for this trip. You know, it's always anyways, so money was never the motive, but that's when we enter this agreement that that's what I'm gonna do for you, look out for me down the road. It wasn't reciprocated. And that's when we started unraveling. Then probably about a year after I got out of jail, I started kind of asking people. Like, hey, do you spell a rat too? You know, like, this isn't, these fuckers aren't calling me, you know? Like, he is still very popular. He was not a one-hit wonder. You know, these guys aren't calling me. So my buddy Starlito said some shit to him on Twitter about it. And he said, Brick can't save you. Like, from basically, Brick can't save you from... It was appropriation charges. Yes, it was... I I read the article today to, in preparation. If you yeah, need someone so. who has fresh uh, yeah. details, uh, yeah. there was a picture that went around of it was posted in Allen Iverson listening to White Iverson together. Mm. Yeah, and uh, Allen Iverson had like a look on his face in one of the photos, and so I think Starlito was attempting to uh, make a joke mm. like that it was a caption of the photo of like. Yeah. So uh, where's all the money you owe me? Right. You know, like yeah. you use my fucking name in the song. Exactly. And uh, ha- prior to that, had given a uh, interview where he was accusing Post of appropriation, and uh, he, uh, yeah, at that point, Post started going back and forth with him on Twitter. Um, the article alleges that, uh, and I, I think you're in it, like uh, confirming this that. Uh, that like post sees the thing from Starlito and texts you like, isn't this your boy? I was, like, what's going on? So I I can't tell you the exact date, but I remember that I was swimming in my pool. Mm-hmm. So it had to have been summer, and the playoffs were on because my buddy Isaac Flashy, who remember uh, WrestleMania, he lost his ticket and we told him for like an hour he couldn't get back to the suite. Yes. Yeah. He he was with me, <laughs> and. Um, and so good TC golf. I'm doing great. He comes over to watch the I think it was the basketball uh, the Celtics were playing. I know it was the Celtics because Kyrie Irving was playing for Celtics. I won a lot of money that night. And um so I'm like, dude, I literally am like rubbing the towel, you know, doing the cliche towel rub, and my phone's blowing up in its post. And I'm like, I was like, something about this call repeatedly happening isn't positive. So I put it on speaker. I'm drying off, and he's like, "What's up, you boy?" Da, 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 and starts. So I I learned about it um, through that moment, and I had to go back. And so I'm just telling him, ignore it, like blow it off. I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was. I thought Starlito mentioned him in a song or something. But when I go back, the the before the swim, I had just got off the phone with Starlito, and he's like, "Man." <laughs> You're like, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> you know, and like he was, I was just like, hey, man, like, you know, I might feel a little relief if somebody stood up for me, you know? So that's why he did all that shit. He told me he was going to do it and actually kind of called me to see if I wasn't trying to, like, you know, still trying to, like, work my angle over there or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, no, nah, like, I'm still sitting at the house, you know, chilling, just got out of the pool. And he was like, all right, fuck this. And went off. So, but I don't know. I mean, it it kind of that kind of started a divide between me and Post. We squashed it, talked about it. But I could tell now, looking back, hindsight twenty twenty, that was part of a 
another part of the divide and conquer of his team was just like, man, see, fuck that guy. He's a snake. He's not protecting you. Right. You know, and all this type of shit. But like these dudes are pieces of shit themselves. Like his team are all fucking weirdos. They're, they're people that weren't around. Are these label people? Yeah. They're, they're, I wouldn't say label. They're industry people. They, they're the ones that latched onto something. You know, they're in a, like, you know, how many times before his first album was coming out, his producers, everybody was like, man, what the fuck is up with this Dre London dude? This dude fucking doesn't know shit. He doesn't know shit. Why the fuck aren't you managing? Why the fuck are you doing this? And I was being real diplomatic and just, ah, you know, but like, I'm taking note. Like, this, guy's, this guy really just hit a lick. He didn't fucking have any strategy. He was like a fucking... He would run to the store for French Montana. That was his fucking resume. You know what I'm saying? He was a store runner. He was a fucking lackey for French Montana, bitch ass. So it, like, it didn't, you're, you're, I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, you came from this type? Like, oh, you're a real shitbag. Like, yeah. You know, French Montana is kind of lame in my eyes. I don't know who else thinks that, but in my eyes, he looks like lunch. So you're coming from lame. A lot people. of people like pop that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but you know i don't know but anyways there's a and it and the the overall meaning was it, it starts implanting these little like little ticks on your veins that are like this isn't like you're not supposed to be here this isn't for you because like i'll kill somebody over this shit like i'm not fucking playing the all these guys do is play you know so I could see that they're winning at a, they're playing a victimless crime game, right? They're doing like some sort of victimless crime bullshit. I'm on some kick door and jam a gun in your mouth shit. <laughs> so that was the rift I was feeling is that they are on some passive aggressive industry bullshit. And I was really looking out for my man's best interests. And so that was the rift I was feeling. I didn't, I tried to accept them. You know, that dude tried to charge me. <laughs> For Post Malone to pull up to my South by Southwest show, like he was like, yeah, how much do you got? And I said, a budget? You know where the fuck I am? <laughs> oh, my bad. I apologize. You know? So how do we go from knowing who I am to not even getting a fucking accommodation from obviously protecting this kid to be able to go? I'm not saying nothing about his art. This isn't as art as subjective as it is. I'm not saying shit about his art. He was probably going to be somebody with or without me. But the simple fact is, as the cookies crumble, I was in that mix. I was there. And I was systematically removed. So other people who don't give a fuck about him, if, if Post did drugs, which he doesn't, they would overdose them. They're that type of people. Did he not have like a spell? Nah. Not really? He, he's just a... He's, he drinks alcohol and smoke cigarettes like he's chris christopherson when was the uh because i remember texting with you about this when was the the breakfast club thing in the very beginning and that was the first Out before after you i was were locked incarcerated. up I, I was locked up and i told when i saw that shit i said post if i was there I would be in Rikers Island for fucking sending Charlemagne to the hospital talking to you and Ashlyn like that. Because when I watched that, I remember now that I guess now that you say that, I guess I remember talking to you about it after you got out. But I remember watching that and being like, dude, this kid needs different people around him. And they that's fucking what, devoured him. And they sat there and watched it. And I chewed that Dre London dude out. I said, You sat there in that other room and let them do that? It was it was horrible. It was, it was one super of the worst slayings <laughs> in media history. And his girlfriend's there with headphones on, like on mic, and she did she was deer in the headlights. And I'm like, dude, 
at that moment, I honestly thought they might have just ended that dude's career. I would have. They remember what Birdman did to them? Yeah, I would have done that type of shit. I would have came somebody, in there. Somebody needs to say something. Because if I was there, five would have been there. My other dude, Michi, who just died a week ago, he would be there. Like, damn, sorry, man. Uh, he, man, old Michi, 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 dog, littlest dude in the group, would beat everyone's ass flawlessly. He just, you know. Anyways, so it, there's a ripple effect. Because my whole contribution to the life I was given in Dallas and the people I'm with is that I'll do anything it takes to change their lives for the better. So when you fuck me out of position, you fuck five out of position. Five's got kids. Five's earned every stripe he's got. You know, he deserves this shit just based off of fucking the urban warfare he's experienced in his life. So, like, there's shit that I had plans for other people. To come up out of their situations. Now, Five is very successful. Now, he wound up doing his own thing. But this would have been an avenue of protection service, a security. You know, like, I had things set up for other people besides just me. It wasn't just, you know, I want my royalties out and that, none of that low-frequency shit. This was uh, almost a, like a systematic plan to take something to make it theirs when I was already manifesting something or organically with this kid. And yeah, he probably would have been a star. He probably would have latched onto whoever and shot to the moon and did what he did. Because at the end of the day, I didn't listen to that song on SoundCloud a million times. Other people were catching on to this shit. I just happened to be one of the first ones and really took took heart in that he's from Dallas and it clicked. I said, oh, he's from Dallas. I'm going to look after, after this kid. And that's all it was. And I liked him. Came over to Wiz's house. The song came out. Like, it was all, like, Wiz was like, this is your man? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'm going to play that shit tonight. We're going to get him going. And Mac called Wiz and was like, have you heard this song? And it was Wyatt Iverson. And Wiz told Mac, yeah, that's Bricks, dude. So, like, every time he thinks Wiz and Mac, bitch, throw fucking Mason's name in the mix. Because <laughs> he's the reason why they push play on your shit. Yeah, uh... You- there's a tweet thread, right? Um, I, who is a... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to look like an ignorant person. I apologize. Who's the real Ricky P? Ricky P is another person in Tether Gang that was uh, equally... Uh, it was kind of ironic because he was like, yo, y'all are playing this song too. I just downloaded... Like He was like he was like he probably like 20 seconds behind me and Wiz sharing it. You know? Like, he's like, yeah, this song's fucking crazy. So he's, yeah, he, he's a producer for Wiz. He threw up a tweet saying that Wiz was playing it. Yeah. And then Post saw that tweet. This was back in like 2015. Yep. Um, you know, and I, you know, it's, it's it's a heartwarming interaction, right? It's That's like, how it started. Oh shucks, you know, I love mm-hmm. like uh it's so cool you guys are here to yep. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Post Malone had five hundred and eighty followers when he sent that tweet out. That's crazy. Um but yeah, so we we've got like you you mentioned the South by Southwest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to play that audio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. just got a couple short clips. I, I guess like if, you could if everyone played, thinks that we're making what this. Was up. I said no. <laughs> That's a great I was question. Like, I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair no, enough. No, don't play that. Just I'm just a talking. polite guy, I was, bro. Uh, Sam Ellinger. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, just got. Yeah, if anyone thinks this is entirely fabricated, we just have. Uh, That's yeah. I'm not. I don't. You know what? I hope 
less people listen to this than ever listened to y'all show before. <laughs> I just want like this is me and J- I was mad at Jake for like a month. L- actually mad. I know, and I was very disappointed. I was very upset so because I just feel thing. like I didn't really have a play. I feel like we've been very tight for a long time. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know where I'm coming from. See, now he's giving me the mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we both helped each other out of situations and spots, and I just didn't have a play. I just didn't. Now, if I knew all this, I probably would have been like, eh, I don't know. I've heard he's a shitbag. See? That, but I didn't. That's all daddy wanted. <laughs> But I didn't know. Yeah, so you, you, uh, I, I remember. I mean, we, we certainly weren't at this, but I, I recall some kind of like uh, attempting to. I don't, I don't think I we went made to it to Austin. Okay, I went to one of these. Okay, yes, but yeah, yeah Brick had uh, things in South by Southwest a couple years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, this is uh, just a, a post clip from one of them. And we can see how urban he was at this time too. <laughs> Another heavy brick influence. It sounded like you you could have lowered that a couple octaves and I would have said it was me. And then um, the the tree show you're talking about, this is from that. Man, you know we in Dallas, Texas, the hometown, man. Shout out 24K, Brick, Ash Cash. You know, man, Dallas, turn the fuck up, man. I appreciate y'all selling out tonight. But yeah, then, then this is a final bit of audio. Um, for anyone not familiar, I only learned like last year who this guy is. No, oh, he's, he's, yeah. oh, man. He's, oh, he's great. Dude, he's a legend. And that's uh, what was such. It, see, the thing is, is, is when I wasn't, when I was like, lost in the sauce per se i thought nardwar mentioning me was payment enough or i thought that was cool right but it is pretty cool as Heinz as we'll play the audio you can see how i went from this is really cool to this is some bitch ass shit yeah so go ahead and play but yeah nardwar big time uh he's, just, he's a music <laughs> journalist in toronto uh in super fucking weird mm-hmm. the weirdest interviewer you ever the highest ever functioning of autism on the planet yeah 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 <laughs> that's yeah. a good way to put it he's uh, awesome though yeah. and so he's he's just spitting names at post and post is like clearly like a little bit blown away like, like everyone is everyone's like because he has this whole like how the fuck did you know that yeah yes yeah like, no, no matter who he talks to yeah he's no, like, he knows somebody you, you were best this? friends with when yeah. you were 12 or a restaurant that you and your family went to when you were 14 every single nardwar interview somebody gives him the oh shit so mm-hmm. he's he's doing that, and uh, yeah, this is one of them. Thank you, Brick Mason. Yeah, okay, Brick Mason's awesome. What was his role in White Iverson? Um, kind of. I guess he Ashlyn knew him before, so um, he's just a good friend, really supportive guy, and you know, helped me around Dallas and getting this, um, you know, getting shows and everything, and just a super sweet guy, and always there and super supportive. Super sweet. So what he should have said there is. He bought my cigarettes. He gave me clothes to wear. He beat people's asses for me that talked bad about me. Uh, he introduced me to the love of my life. Uh, what else should he have said? Uh, he made Mac and Wiz tweet my fucking song. What else should he say? A lot more than sweet dude. <laughs> because at this time, I actually was not a sweet dude. <laughs> I was probably the most evil person I've been in my life at this time, mostly defending his bitch ass as the reason. So, so when's the last time? Like, so when did you you get start hitting people up after the Starlito thing? You realize they're not answering, they're they're not calling you. Like, what? How did that transpire? Like, well, all right, I'm out. It's kind of just tapered off at, from my standpoint. Uh, it tapered off. I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, I'm not gonna. 
I'm not going to pursue it. I'm not desperate enough to pursue this like that, you know, which might have been like an ego thing of my uh, ego, ego protection thing of mine, you know, like he didn't hit me hard. I, you know, I slipped, you know, it might have been one of those. It's the feet. But, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You lose because of your feet. Yeah, my feet were missing. You know, I slipped. You know, so it was one of those type of things. So how how, how did Nardwar know to say your name? I have no idea. He, he, I swear to God, I don't know. Not only did he say my name, but he had the facts 100% correct. So whoever he talked to knew what's up. Because one of... Uh, so that rules out his management. Yeah. One of the ones that he threw out was like a kid that posted like done sleepovers with. Yeah. Like as a fucking middle schooler or right. whatever. Oh, it's, you know, just yeah. crazy. It sounds like you guys have seen this trick a couple times. Oh, yeah. So maybe you're yeah. not blown away as me. Oh, but, no, no, uh, this is what he does. does. Every I single person he does. he does this. I can't yeah. wait to see more. And he wears mm. like a fucking yeah. 1920s golf hat. Mm-hmm. Like, like I assume. He's, he's, he's a trip. He seems like he started like interviewing like, I don't know, fucking uh, Led Zeppelin or something. He did. And just like continued to do this. The very and, first interview he did with some rock band, it was backstage and he's doing his shit. He's probably like 15 years old. And he just rattles off like this five-minute monologue on fucking Three Dog Night or whoever the fuck he was yeah. interviewing. <laughs> and the dude is like, who are, what? Like, you like us? Like, you know, at that time, you could, you know, I mean, and obviously in the 70s and 80s, the information wasn't around. Yeah. So, like that. So, it, I mean, now his job's probably pretty easy. I bet you post whole adolescent life and up is on the internet somewhere from MySpace on, you know? So I think the guys now that are younger is easier for him to do it. But like I remember him interviewing Wiz, Snoop, Currency, and like Currency got scared and left the room because of <laughs> how much shit he knew about him. Yeah. You know, and like, who the fuck are you talking? Like he was looking at all of us like who's fucking talking like this about me? You know, like Yeah. He gets deep. What else did they say? Yeah, yeah. Like type shit. <laughs> yeah. He gets deep. So I, I have no idea. I know they didn't contact me. And I definitely was pretty sure his management made sure to, you know, they wouldn't have said, oh, be sure to mention Brick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you ever still talk to uh, Ashlyn? Every now and then. Uh, What's her view on this whole thing? She doesn't like to talk about it. Really? She doesn't. I think she pretends like this didn't even happen in her life. Which Fair might be enough. a good testament of what kind of dude he was. So you think like so, and I you don't have to like totally air anybody out on anything that's like legal or anything. But you like you've just said to me in passing in the last month while you were mad at me, like he's you just think of him as a beyond just the way that this was handled. Yeah, I, I uh, once I got wind of the type of relationship they had, uh, I tweeted him that I was going to beat his ass for what he did. <laughs> I think that probably says. So that was probably the. That probably says it all. Yeah. yeah did, did that help the relationship? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, at this time, you know, I also, you know, when the Nardwar thing first happened, I was like, ah, oh, this is tight. But then, like, months later, I went back and I'm like, actually, fuck this. He, this was a, this was whack, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, you I know. I'm pretty public about some things. But I've also, like, I don't want to be guy who talks about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, mean, I don't know. I, I've. Known you for a while. I think it's the first time that we've discussed it at this length, certainly. It definitely, because it's such a. It's not like it's something that you're bringing up constantly. Anytime we're hanging out, I would have literally said, we need to do this on a podcast because there's no other way for this to be explained. Yeah, we're just like, I don't know. Like like you were saying, your relationship with Wiz and being friends, like, you know, 
Wiz comes up because it'll be like, you know, fucking me and him were eating at a Chinese restaurant, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's in the, uh, starts in that dirt, youtube.com slash TC Fleming. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I found the name of it. Oh, I forgot. The it. Chinese restaurant. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, like that, that comes, like, I, I remembered, like, whenever I was, uh, like, doing the questions, whenever we were recording the stuff that became the audio of that video. Like, you know, I had lots of questions about Wiz and like, uh, it, like the next day you said something about Post. I was like, yeah, I didn't even ask a single question. I wasn't, didn't even remember he ever knew him mm-hmm. because it's, some things you talk about a lot. Other, he's just I not would have blown it off. Yeah. I probably like, would have, you know, because like it but does. But it just doesn't come up with you and him much. I'm, well, I even got a little anxiety. I didn't smoke before I came over here just because I didn't want to be all scatterbrained and full of anxiety because I don't want to come off as some. Dr. Phil ass fucking expose. I, I, you know, it's just, it's good to have this dialogue with us because there was a reason for it. And there's also some shit that people need to hear for a nominal price. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to sell some merch? What? I don't know. We're here. Yeah, oh, my 24K yeah. brick stuff? Yeah, it's selling my hotcakes. I wonder if Grammy Award winners are posting this. That's right. Ringo Starr's drummer. Yeah, Ringo Starr's drummer wore my shirt on his birthday celebration, his private birthday celebration. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, It's just, it's so like hotcakes. I'm not going to lie to you. Logistics are a little fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I love getting emails like, hey, everyone, uh, my dog went bad. So uh, the first t shirts printed, we got the wrong shirt. It was a cheap, bullshit, paper thin shirt. That's what TC likes. Yeah. No, I thought you liked yeah. the like. I the, like the tri blend. Okay, he That's likes right. the soft shirts. This yeah. one yeah. was a scratchy thin. Yeah, it's yeah. it's cotton so, and it's shitty cotton. Okay. So I, I had my dog about. email everybody, That's so they right. would like blow over. I like send a picture of my puppy. Look at you. Yeah. You gonna have a Come Instagram a dog? Yeah. So, but yeah, that was Lou Red's fault. He picked the wrong T-shirt. But after that, so then I go drop off all the orders at my post office where I live in a town of uh, let's see, the last census was four hundred forty six people. And uh, I drop all the shit off, and I go back about four days later to drop more off, and my pile's still sitting there. And the one person that works the post office just looked at me and said, yeah, I'm not doing all that in one day. <laughs> How about uh, four? I'm like, okay, so, like, you work at the post office but hate sending stuff. Okay, cool. <laughs> Brother, so, I, I, I can tell you about that game. <laughs> post <laughs> office doesn't like sending shirts. <laughs> they don't fucking. No, that's right. Oh, God. They, uh, Fulfillment Fleming. Well, I've I've had some squabbles with postal employees. Hey, they want your shit pre-sorted, pre-stamped. You go in there to drop it off. They want a 10-second interaction to make sure you're not doing something illegal. That's all the reason why they're there. So I ended up snitching on that dude. I went to the next town and, and told that post office that that post office was the hey, subordinate of. I you like, got a hey, problem. Fucking Terry down here. Down the chain. <laughs> yeah. Old what Dale. kind of operation are you yeah. allowing him to run? What kind of Bush League post office shit is this? Yeah, the best one was uh, whenever we lost the Cavs bet, I uh, dropped off some, some shirts or calendars or something. And uh, got into a fight with one of the other uh, like employee uh, customers of the post office while wearing a LeBron James jersey and shorts. Yeah, yeah, ill-fitting shorts. I, I just don't understand the mindset of not hey, like worry about your own shit. Bringing clothes to change into whenever you have a bit shirt on. Like I mean, yes, I fucked this up last time. I a couple times ago when I went to therapy by wearing a Hawaiian shirt. But last time I went to go jack off at the clinic, I made sure. <laughs> 
It's a Friday. I want the Hawaiian shirt in the car. I'm not wearing a Hawaiian shirt you don't want the jack-off place. I'd wear it. What's, what's wrong I with that? I would have went in there for a party. I'd, yeah, I'll wear a Hawaiian shirt anywhere. Pretty much every time I masturbate. You could kind of look at shirt. it in one of two ways because it is a place of sadness. It is. No one it's at the clinic desolate. is happy. Yeah, they're not there because it's going well. It's like Everyone a is sad. Goes by. Every, we're really happy with our family size, so that's why we're at a what do you, clinic. You sit there and be like, yeah, yeah fucking, uh, I got a hard one today. It's tough, dude. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? We talk about? about it a lot, but yeah, it's a sad place. I didn't want to walk in there looking like fucking Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I here think to, you're I'm here for the jack-off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Were you still mad at me? When? Now. Uh, I quit. I texted you when I quit being mad at you. And now you're over here fucking snitching to Mike Reiner about my failed Sixers bets, trying to drag my shit. I told you back I into was the- in his ass. <laughs> I was I was on Jake's ass for anything he did in the last five years. He's just got to keep you accountable. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. Mike Reiner was like said some shit like, "So the 76ers suck, huh?" And I was like, "Yeah, they suck because of Jake Kemp." <laughs> I just turned angry, Pete. One. Just, I deleted it because Jake sent me the tweet and he's like, "What's this even mean?" Well, because he said, like Mike said, like Bill Simmons or Bill Simmons, Ben Simmons is a failure or whatever, and then Brick's oh, like, yeah. "Yeah, it's Jake Kemp's fault." Yeah, yeah. And anything he touches turns to shit. Yeah. And I was like, "What's this mean?" Uh, I think and I'm like, you, I, "I made the bet before they up. drafted Ben I, Simmons." I said, I two said, and a half years before. Said, yeah, a public so you, Jake bet is were, like a tapeworm. Yeah, you were fucking all the way in there. This is fucking ridiculous. Feeding off the intestines by the time they drafted Simmons. This is ridiculous. It's DNA. (laughs) DNA. He never had a chance. All right, well, delete all your uh, Post Malone. There's other options. (laughs) Well, you can just know know that, you know, uh, the Post. I want to know who did this, who said it. I guess it was Dan that said he's a great guy. He's not a great guy, guys. Next time I'll say we'll carry this over. Yeah. We have a phone call to make well, and we'll go through all this. Another thing is that Dan offered to call me one time and you said no. And it was about Post Malone. Remember that? It was during the mix up. Yeah. This is fa- it's fast paced, man. I'm fighting for my fucking life over fucking here. Fucking Radio J. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.